Devi Parikh. And what is one favorite tool or trick or hack that makes your life more convenient uh, or efficient or fun? I do think that is my calendar and and there's a blog post about it and so, um, others if they you haven't seen it you're welcome to check it out but yeah I that is my favorite um, and it's actually ended up uh, it's interesting that it's it it's evolved naturally over time where so I think the roots of it come from just how I grew up right my uh, my family is big on that whatever you want to get done you have to write it down otherwise you're going to forget right that was just such a common thing in my in my household that if you don't want to forget something you should write it down um, which at the time I didn't realize is not how other families operate um, and so my dad for instance has um, like what we call uh, in India we call it a diary here you might call it a planner um, but it's this little notebook with with dates on it and whatever he wants to get done on a certain day is just sort of a list that he would write down and this is all through my life so he probably has like I don't know like 36 37 at least probably more because he was probably doing this before I was born um, but so he has all those and so I've always seen this notion of writing things down and planning and all of that and I think over time um, as I just had more things that I needed to do it just came very naturally to me that I need to figure out what I'm going to do when and that just seemed like the most natural way of planning as opposed to a list um, and that just system over time evolved um, and so up until a few years ago I didn't realize that this is a thing that others don't have a system and that if I were to tell someone about it they would actually find it new and interesting um, and so I think we were just chatting about it with some of our students um, I don't know if it was Virginia Tech at the time or if we had already moved to Georgia Tech um, and they were quite intrigued and then as I talked to more people I realized that oh this actually seems to be something that's useful and new for people um, and so that's how I ended up writing it up but for me it had evolved very naturally yeah yeah uh, it is also my favorite tool or trick or hack. Uh, not the not the calendar directly, but uh, indirectly through you. Ray Mooney. Is there a particular tool or hammer or hack that uh, makes your life just more convenient or efficient or fun? Uh, is there a particular hammer that you found that you can use over and over again? I mean, within within research. That I... I was thinking more broadly, but if you wanted to narrow it down to research, that's fine too. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think, you know, so I, I thought, uh, so I, I'm very much cross paradigm or something because I've lived through all these paradigms, right? I grew up in the logical paradigm in AI. I lived through, you know, I guess I would actually call it second generation neural nets because first generation neural nets actually literally happened before I, even, I was born, right? With like the development of the perceptron. Yeah. Um, and then I lived through the whole Bayesian era and the kernels and, you know, all of this stuff. And you can look on my Vita. I have papers on all of these things at various points in the time over my career. And so I'm not particularly wedded to any of these tools. I find they're all can be useful and in various circumstances. And it's useful to know about them. And I really think, um, you know, I think everyone knows that I believe in this thing. We need to synthesize these different paradigms. I thought Josh Tenenbaum gave a nice talk at ACL this last summer on this, that I think the logical paradigm, the Bayesian probabilistic paradigm, and the neural paradigm all have us something to offer us in terms of understanding, you know, how to build intelligent systems and even understanding human cognition. I think they all bring something to bear to increase our understanding of those things. And I think the future is more about how do we actually integrate all the insight from all these different paradigms to build something that actually 
has all of those strings. And, you know, so the whole, there's been a fair bit of recent work. I just went to a workshop, online workshop last week on neurosymbolic, right? Is how do we actually synthesize the, the, the insights of both the symbolic paradigm and the neural paradigm and it not being a competition, you know, one or the other, it's how do we synthesize the insights that both of these provide? And, you know, sometimes people, I did this early on, and I actually one of the earliest uh, digital workshop, right? I gave an invited talk. I talked about, you know, thinking fast and slow, right? We need to, human cognition, people are really good at, at, at more symbolic sorts of reasoning things, and they're very good at pattern recognition and this sort of thinking fast. And, and you know, humans are, have been amazingly successful, intelligent creatures on the planet because we can sort of do both of these and integrate them very well at times that they need to be integrated. So I think the best tool is all of them together. How's that for an answer? It's, it's, a, it's a good answer, <laughs> but there are no bad answers either. Danny Tarlow. What would you say is, uh, is, a, is a favorite uh, tool or a trick or a hack that makes your life more convenient or efficient or fun? Um, I don't know if I have a good answer there. Um, maybe I think I'll, mm, it's not really a hack. I was going to say like, um, kind of going, I don't know. I feel like, for example, coming to Montreal was a decision to sort of add context of what you were adding before. So like, I didn't have any real reason to come to Montreal in terms of I don't have any, you know, like ties to Montreal and it's sort of more obvious to go to the Bay Area or something um, in order to work. But I think kind of um, going and doing things that are, you know, like Montreal is a great place and there's, it was like a great opportunity for machine learning culture and the universities here and the industry coming in. Um, but it's also, you know, a little bit different. And so I think sort of um, sort of being willing to kind of do something a little bit off the beaten track has generally worked out well for me. Kyungyun Cho. Is there a favorite tool or trick or hack that makes your life more convenient or efficient or fun? Uh, yeah, uh, let me see. So fun. Um, I'm also a very boring person, <laughs> unfortunately. But I, I think the what kind of let's say keeps me kind of uh, going is actually not being organized that well. <laughs> I feel like it, you know because I'm not overly excited about anything or I'm not overly competitive against anybody else or the about anything else. So if I'm even uh, on top of that, if I were very, very organized as well, I might actually end up becoming a very routine person that's going to make me even more boring. So perhaps not organizing my, my time or anything is probably one way for me to, you know, stay sane, I guess. <laughs> Interesting. Ruzbe Motagi. Is there a favorite tool or a trick or a hack that you find makes your life particularly efficient or convenient or fun? Uh, tool or 
not really uh, i'm uh, i'm kind of an um uh yeah that's yeah usually i don't i cannot think of anything at this point yeah i i, I don't know yeah that's uh for example yeah I, i'm i'm a, i'm a, uh, i'm an old-fashioned person just to give you and give you and give you an idea so i still use vim for my for my editor so that's uh, so you can imagine like how I can use, how I use tools and and, and so on. So that's uh, <laughs> Have you tried this new thing called Emacs? <laughs> oh, <laughs> when I was when I was when I was a student, we had a we had a professor, uh, we had a professor, uh, and he he liked he liked Emacs a lot. I think he is he still like likes it, but <laughs> and then he. He asked us to use Emacs for for everything, and, and so I I use Emacs for 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 a certain period of time, but it was so hard to exit from that program, so I, I quit quit doing. I see. <laughs> that is the common uh, common criticism lobbed at each other uh, from Vim users to Emacs users and the other direction. <laughs> Judy Hoffman, is there a particular? tool or a trick or a hack that you find has made your life more convenient or efficient or fun like a planning device um, or a, something I, I wouldn't say it's one particular trick it's just that i am the type of person who really likes to optimize things um i hate if i have to do a task multiple times i, I just i want to figure out a way to do it faster do it better maybe hopefully automate it. Um, and so because of that, I will sometimes spend a lot of time building something just for my own you know, personal use that seems like it might be a waste of time initially, but then invariably it does actually help long-term. Um, and yeah, there's lots of different things. Like for example, uh, area chair for a conference, like just building tools to automatically like grab all the reviews, parse them, put them into easy readable files and um, have a spreadsheet that's auto-created and color-coded that will tell me like, you know, what are the scores of the papers and stuff like that. Oh, fancy. I want that. <laughs> is your, is, should we just follow your GitHub repository? Is that what we should do? Well, it's very hacky because only I've used it, but I'm happy to share it with you. <laughs> okay. I think you may get requests after this. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds useful. Georgia Shaksari. What is one uh, favorite tool or trick or hack that you found um, that you think like makes life more convenient or efficient or fun? Something that makes you go, "Ooh, this is a this is a good trick. I'll I'll use this." In life or in work. Whichever zone you want um, to focus on. I okay, I think the one trick that has worked for me uh, is not to overthink things. Um, so, okay, I want to give particular examples. Like, for example, I would not, um, I tend to say, to say, um, I, or I, I tend to do things more uh, impromptu rather than think them through because I realized that in the past I was thinking them through and then it was. We try to think of a lot, like a lot of, oh, what could happen if I did this or what could not happen if I did this, then um, it will lead to not you not doing it because 
thinking about things always makes us say, you know, that the cons are trumping the pros. Um, and other, I'm trying to think. What was your answer to that question? Uh, my answer to that, to that question was that if I need to get something done, then my trick is to try and somehow get it on Davy's to-do list. <laughs> because <laughs> once it's on Davy's to-do list, it gets scheduled, it becomes a calendar entry, it will go into a right bucket, it will have a deadline and a due date, it'll, it'll get done, it'll get decomposed into small sub-steps. And I may actually be, it may actually get, some of them get delegated back to me, but at least it will get done if I can there somehow is, convince her that this is something that should be on her to Does Debbie know that? <laughs> she, she knows, she's aware that I, I uh, have injection attacks uh, <laughs> and she's, so it, so now it now I genuinely have to find positive sum games where it is the right strategy. <laughs> I like that. That's good. Yeah. Um, that's a good. Okay, I need to think. Yeah, I don't think I. Oh, that's good. Um, I need oh. I need a Debbie in my life. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good slogan. Maybe everybody needs a Debbie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Akshara Rai. What is a favorite tool or trick or hack that you think makes your life more convenient or efficient or fun? Yeah, this was a good question. I, I, I heard it in the original human Sophia and I like listening to the answers. So. Um, so yeah, I actually thought about this question and I think, so the one hack that I think always works, maybe I already said that earlier in this one, but if there's something I don't want to do, but I have to do it, um, what I kind of try to do is, um, you know, so basically, um, let's say if I have to write a feedback or something at the end of the half, which is not so much fun, but it's something that you, I have to do, I kind of uh, leave it till the last minute, but I give it like enough time. So I give it 12 hours, which is how much I know I need to write it properly without procrastinating and, you know, looking at the internet. Um, and then I leave it to the last minute so that I'm highly efficient when I am doing it because I'm pressed against the deadline. And then I also tell myself, if I finish it early, I get three hours off. Woo. <laughs> so yeah, that's a hack that if there's something I don't want to do, I leave it to the last minute. <laughs> if, if, if you do it, this is, this is the quote, right? If you do everything in the last minute, it only takes a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Um, and do you, do you find you're also able to invent deadlines for yourself to cram things up against, or does it have to be externally forced? No, it has to be externally forced. Hmm. Otherwise, I'll start looking at the internet again. Ooh, there's this cool video. Like a cat. Subarao Kambampati. What is a one favorite tool or trick or hack? that makes your life more convenient or efficient or fun? I keep notes. Hmm. Uh, especially in professional life, I keep notes. I mean, I do less now, much more before. Um, 
in general, in fact, when I was a beginning faculty member, when students would be sitting on the other side, even if they are not taking notes, I will be taking notes of all meetings. I'm like a compulsive note taker. Uh, it has led to all sorts of funny things. Actually, there was this one time um, my advisor, you know, Jim Handler was, you know, we were later on, we were on a you know, our, our grant together and he was giving this PI talk about it. And I was taking compulsively taking notes and Jim apparently got completely spooked by it because he thought I was critiquing his talk while he was speaking and I was finding all sorts of faults. And so he comes and says, wow, what all bad things did I say? Why were you writing so much? But that's just the way if I'm listening to something, I take notes. Um, it's not as much that you have to see the notes, the very act of taking notes helps you pay attention, helps me pay attention. And the other thing I find is that if I have taken notes on, let's say a meeting I had with a student, when I go back and look at them, it comes back to me much faster um, than if they try to remind me what we were discussing. Mm -hmm. Because it's just you put them and you can almost see the picture. Um, so yeah, so I would think that's like a big hack. I mean, you know, as I was saying earlier, I have a, a work diary uh, that I've kept for 30 years. And, you know, it's in Emacs. It's not even dot text, it's just text, it's ASCII. <laughs> and I have made my Emacs macros. If I say control X, control T, the date will come. And then after that, I will start typing away. They start from, you know, from like God knows when, 19, I think 98 is the one, this one started actually, even though I've been around for 30 years. That, that really helps to me. I mean, I write all this, I write the notes uh, much more um, and that helps for me. And, and, and so these are all obviously typed notes, uh, but yeah, you, type. When you I, also write, I also write handwritten, I think, but I like, I mean, when I go to talks and so on, I write handwritten. So I don't know if you guys, you know, there was a time, there was this company called Livescribe, um, mm -hmm. which was actually meant for people like me. So what they would do is they let you write on a normal note paper and then it will automatically like basically you know upload upload all the written notes. I used to do that quite a bit. It's just that it's still handwriting recognition, especially my handwriting recognition is particularly bad. Uh, AI hasn't gotten up to that level. So searching for things would become slightly harder. I mean, I, I'm still like a big fan of long handwriting. Um, yeah. Just that only I can read my handwriting. You, you, you're not going to believe this, but I am a compulsive note taker as well. And on my desk, yeah, that's, is this, yeah, that's yeah. exactly, yeah, that's exactly. I think I, I just take. To me, it helps quite a bit. I almost feel naked without a notebook when things are going on. I mean, right now in front of you, when I below you, there's a notebook. I'm not writing anything, but I generally find that there should be uh, something. So that is my big hack um, mm -hmm. to help, essentially. Adriana Kovashka. What is a favorite tool or trick or hack that makes your life more convenient or efficient or fun? What is something that you figured out that, you know, here's, here's a trick I can use in certain situations? Well, I'm not as good with these tricks as I think other people are. I think I need to read more about other people's tricks. Um, something that I learned, I think it, um, I think it was some sort of teaching workshop, uh, but it's not related to teaching so much, is 
to distinguish between things that are important and things that are urgent. And I've tried to teach this to my students, especially ones that are still new and are still TAing. Um, I think it's very, you know, it's kind of very obvious in hindsight, but um, it's mm -hmm. good to keep in mind. And I've tried to, to, I used to respond to every email and do every little administrative thing that I was supposed to do. Now I pile them up and don't deal with them for at least a few weeks. And occasionally when I'm really tired and really don't have much of energy to do anything constructive or creative, that's when I deal with those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. um, I'm usually not late, but and they're usually not that urgent, but um, yeah, it's not really a tool, but it's just a perspective, I guess. And, and for completeness, uh, I think the perspective is that you should prioritize um, important, important, important non-urgent things over right. urgent, unimportant things. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, makes sense. Sasha, Josh. Is there a, is there a life hack, um, an idea or a trick that makes your life particularly convenient in some aspect or efficient or fun? Hmm. Um, yeah, uh, well, I mean, I don't know if this always applies, but I'm, I'm, I'm very much into prototyping. I think prototyping hmm. is really like, uh, I don't know, I find it the most useful. So like, um, I'm kind of constantly putting out half baked ideas or working hands-on on things. And I guess by prototyping, I mean more than just a thought, but actually building a minimal thing of some form. And so I think in, in, in projects, uh, I often love tools that let you do that, things like Colab or even like uh, Markdown or just ways to draft ideas and, and, and so you feel like you have something tangible or you know it's totally nonsense. Um, so I think that's kind of what I find most useful. And I think it's because I'm a very like uh, hands-on person in some ways. Yeah. Makes sense. sense. Stefan Lee. What is a life hack or a favorite tool, trick that makes your life more efficient or fun? I just came out of lecture, so that's my thoughts first came I got a I got one of these sort of writing boards which can't be seen because of my green screen um, mm -hmm. and that's helped so much with sort of writing on annotations and doing things in class mm -hmm. we're on online instruction um, so that I, I couldn't imagine teaching without it right now so mm -hmm. I'll say that. Yeah. you know I don't use a lot of other gadgets so it's, it's hard to, hard to mm -hmm. say